Hello Universe, my name is J-Rom. Thank you so much for tuning in to my first episode of The Brainwave. I'm really grateful that you guys take the time out of your day to listen to what I have to say. Um, it really means a lot because you could be doing anything else, but here I am in the background of your house while you're doing errands or in the car or while you're on your commute. And with this podcast, I want to bring positivity and I want to bring some level of understanding of how the human brain works. Now, I am an industrial chemist by profession, so I have no expertise in the human brain. But what I do understand based on reading books and talking to individuals who are specialists, for example, recently I read a book from this professor at UCSD, V.S. Ramachandran, and he talked about phantom limbs and how limbs that don't exist experience pain in individuals who have been amputated. When I read these books and I learn about how powerful the human mind is based on case studies of people who have gone phantom limbs, uh, phantom limb pain, or they've experienced some kind of trauma in their life and they try to unlearn the process of which to let go of that fear. There's so many components that originate from a brain. I think it is so crazy that it is the brain from which fear and euphoria, those two totally opposite feelings can originate. And it just tells you how powerful our minds can be. And if we have some level of control over it, not all because it is a very powerful tool, um, then we might be able to improve our lives and to view ourselves positively and in turn uh, create a positive environment in which people around us are also positively affected. So I got interested more deeply in the subject when I listened to one of Tom Bilyeu, the CEO of, sorry, not the CEO, the, I'm sorry, Tom, uh, I know that your wife is a CEO of Impact Theory, but I forget you're you're the, he's, 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 Tom Bilyeu, Quest Nutrition, Impact Theory. He had an interview with VS Ramachandran, who I mentioned earlier, and they talked about getting out of the matrix, unlocking the brain, really using it to improve the way that you see the world, and that just <laughs> for <laughs> the pun I'm gonna make is that it just blew my mind. I mean, learning about the brain helped me blow my mind. It's the craziest thing, but. In this episode, I learned that there's just so much we don't understand the, about the brain. It's the understanding, even at the neuroscientific level, is still elementary. I mean, the most sophisticated instruments that we have to measure brain activity are just images, brain scans. And but through case studies, so V.S. Ramachandran in his book, he talks about many case studies, some of how people are able to see colors and numbers, or how some people are able to just. Um, taste, sound, it's, it's, it, these are things that normally people would not be able to fathom, but because of understanding how, understanding how certain parts of the brain interact with one another and how people are wired differently, it actually gives you some kind of humility into understanding that how people that think differently or operate at a different speed than you or process the world differently are not, they all contribute to the diversity and survival of humankind because it just for some reason made sense to me human nature's strength is in its diversity because everyone that operates at a different level and serves a different function in society they're able to create this society in which all this input is coming in from the environment and people from different levels different uh, speaking abilities writing abilities they're expressing what they've learned and how the, the universe or the world interacts with them they can put it back and it's all become self-knowledge into the greater scheme of things. 
Um, it sounds kind of crazy, but if you think about it, it's kind of like, if you think of the human body, right? If a virus or let's say a bacteria, if it enters the bloodstream, your body's gonna do some crazy shit in order to identify what the threat is and B, get rid of it or kill it. But through the process of trying to cure yourself, your body does a lot of things that are, second a lot of pro uh, contextual it undergoes a lot of contextual changes for example if you get a fever a fever is a result of your body trying to fight off something that happened in your body inside the white blood cells are kicking some serious ass you might sweat you might have to take some medication but these are all things that are all contributing to the same healing goal of the body, which is to get rid of the sickness. Similarly, artists, scientists, musicians, dancers, public speakers, there are people who are really, really gifted at one thing or maybe multiple things, but there's a particular reason why they're good at that. And I think the reason why is because they have that ability to communicate to the world a piece of the universe or the piece of the world that is maybe not understood by someone who is a scientist for example if someone goes to the beach say an artist goes to the beach right and you're taking in the beach the, the waves the ocean i mean it's such an incredible feeling to think about it let alone be at the beach and there's not that many ways that you can really you're limited to the way that you can express that moment to someone else now let's say if there's a musician that goes to the beach he starts playing on a guitar he has a certain feeling and he might be inspired by the interactions around him. Now, in that same cat scenario, if we take a scientist to the beach, they might enjoy the beach, but they might be thinking differently about like, hey, what's the water quality like? Hey, what about sand? Like all these different things. They see the world much different than, differently than the artist. They see it in a, perhaps a more critically thinking and analytical sense. Now, let's take a break dancer, a dancer out there. What if there's a campfire happening and during this campfire, um, people are expressing themselves how happy they are they're dancing on the campfire and they're just really getting down and people from far away can see it they get into the vibe and they feel the human experience through the dance and the expression they're doing that is another way to express it and finally if you read a piece of poetry about the beach it'll make you feel something else right there are four individuals that have gone to the beach from totally different backgrounds, but the way they interpret the beach is completely different. However, if we take all four of those experiences and combine it into one database or one particular nexus of information, we can get the best possible image of the experience that one single person cannot convey. And that is why I think human strength comes from diversity from many people seeing things in a different light. The crazy thing about this though is that for some reason in our hierarchical society, there's white collar, there's blue collar, there's people from different backgrounds, uh, different ethnicities, different parts of the world, and we see people differently based on their ability to process information, which is crazy to me, this is crazy. I mean, you, people get respect for their profession or for how much money they make, but they don't realize it's all part of the same goal. We're trying to figure out how to survive on this planet because ultimately why do humans have such a short lifespan i don't know that's a very deep question but one thing i can consider is that we are trying to figure out the world and pass on our information our genetics to the next progeny 
or the next generation. And that way we're able to figure out, all right, dude, well, here is something, a piece of information that I learned about the world. I'm going to have kids or I'm going to have another generation. I'm going to pass on my survival genes and what I learned about the world to them and they can build on the next process. So overall, it's just, I think, the human DNA adapting to the, the ever-changing world and surrounding society around them. So back to the human brain. The human brain is so fascinating. If not for all the mentions that I mentioned before, it is just such a crazy way that we've taken the world. Crazy, crazy, crazy. It can affect your day. You know, you could be, you could wake up on a Monday morning and think, oh shit, I gotta go to work. And you just have this negative aura and this negative black cloud over your head. But as soon as Friday afternoon rolls around and it's time for the weekend, that same brain, just change of context, you're the same person, nothing's really changed. The looking forward to the weekend, doing things that you wanna do and just having a good time and being stress-free, I guess, for lack of a better uh, term, creates the same, it creates a, it's a much different effect than what Monday does. So, guys and girls, thank you so much for tuning in to the first ever Brainwave podcast. I'll be your host until the end of time and beyond, Jay Ramrajendra. Please have a wonderful evening and stay tuned for the next episode as I talk about the book that I mentioned today by V.S. Ramachandran about phantom limbs.